We played for you some of what the Premier had to say uh, with regard to Alberta's decision to, to shift in a big way the manner in which we respond to and deal with COVID-19. So uh, isolation requirements are going to end and it's going to put COVID-19 more in line with other infectious diseases where you're obviously encouraged to stay home when sick, but it's not legally mandated. Close contacts are not going to have to legally isolate as well, etc. Uh, but, you know, maybe the bigger change is with regard to testing. Because for the most part, people aren't going to know whether they have COVID-19 because we're not going to be testing the vast majority of symptomatic individuals, only those uh, who require some kind of hospitalization or, or medical care. So it does represent a big shift. Obviously, some concerns have been voiced. The Alberta Medical Association, which represents the province's doctors, uh, has some concerns as well. They released an open letter to members outlining some of these concerns. Joining us to talk more about it is the president of the Alberta Medical Association, Dr. Paul Boucher, on the line with us here this morning. Dr. Boucher, thanks so much for making some time for us here. Welcome to the program. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. All right. So why did you feel it was important to, you know, lay out these concerns, communicate to members, you know, where, where things are at here? Uh, you know, Rob, I think we we were all expecting uh, or hoping, you know, that in the in the future that there we're, we'd look at a state where, you know, we would we would move out of pandemic measures into, you know, a situation where, you know, COVID-19 was going to be part of our, you know, yearly basket of viruses that we're going to be traveling through the community. And, and uh, you know, I think this this transition to this state of, of a new normal uh, is going to happen. I think, you know, there were a number of concerns and, uh, you know, that I raised uh, that have been raised to me by many members. It's just, you know, it, it seems all of a sudden, uh, you know, maybe for lack of a better term, a bit rushed, um, you know, especially with, you know, a lot of things still changing in the landscape with, uh, you know, the Delta variant and then really the opening the opening of schools that's coming in September. And, and I, I'm not sure that we've, we've really seen the full impact of, um you know, the, the lifting of all of our measures, because I think a lot of people in Alberta, at least when I'm out and about, are still, you know, masking and social distancing. And so I'm not sure that we've seen all of that impact yet. Now, I do I do respect the fact that, you know, our vaccination rates are, are reasonably high and I think not as high as we'd like them to be, which is really, you know, going to shift the, the implications of having COVID, you know, for adults, um, you know, in terms of their risk of severe outcomes. But just, um, you know, making all these changes with all these things changing in the background and really not having a mechanism to, you know, measure it and control it, um, you know, is, is uh, you know, just seems rushed and a little precipitous. What's the impact uh, on, on doctors and physicians clinics? Because, you know, it certainly appears as though there's going to be a, a shifting of the onus when it comes to testing onto uh, community clinics, for example, and that, that may mean uh, increased workload for doctors. What's, what's the, the follow, the impact from all of this? You know, maybe just to answer in two ways. You know, I, I the you know I, I think the rationale that's come forward, you know, from the from the ministry really is um, that they're looking at metrics uh, around acute care. You know, which is fair, which is what we've been kind of worried about. You know, all along is overwhelming the ability of the healthcare system to look after people, um, but we lose all of our upstream metrics, and and a lot of that burden then falls on on community physicians, both to you know look after these patients when they get sick in the community because that'll undoubtedly happen. And presumably there'll be more of them cared for in the community just because the risk of severe outcomes if you're vaccinated is much lower. And then you're right, it is this issue of the, of, of the onus of testing being put now uh, you know, into the community and outside of these larger testing centers. And what's not clear to me and, and uh, you know, is what the capacity is for that to actually happen. 
And so, you know, there are there are some clinics that, that do test, uh, you know, with, pre-COVID, you know, we're testing for influenza and other respiratory viruses, you know, when appropriate in their clinics. Um, uh, but there's some that just aren't set up for that. And so, you know, where, what do we do with these patients now if there's not an ability to test within the office? And people might not be set up because they don't have the proper physical space, um, you know, or, or they're just uh, unwilling, you know, uh, uh, to provide that service for, for a variety of reasons. And so, you know, we really, um, I think we need to understand that better, I think, before we move into this, because, you know, we, we do want testing to be available where appropriate. Um, there is, a, you know, a group working on a guidance document for, for the community physicians in terms of, you know, how to triage these patients and, and you know, when and where, when to test them. Um, but I think, you know, we just need, uh, in my opinion, more engagement to try to sort out how we can support these physicians and these practices better through this. Well, over the last week, I mean, it doesn't sound like there's been that that kind of engagement. I mean, did, did you learn about this the same way that everybody else did? Has, has there been any outreach to, to your association? Um, yeah, so we, uh, uh, not initially, but we've, uh, you know, I, we've, we've asked for a meeting uh, of a, a number of medical leaders in the province, uh, you know, with the minister and Dr. Hinshaw um, to sort out some of this, because uh, I really think it is going to take broad engagement if we're going to support, you know, practices properly, but as importantly, support the patients that are going to be cared for in the community. When it comes to, to doctors' offices, and obviously through this pandemic, I, you know, I think family physicians, for example, have uh, you know really tried to find that balance between you know keeping clinics safe, pre- preventing spread, but obviously being able to to respond to patients' needs and you know to try to see patients in in a safe environment. Obviously, vaccines have, have certainly helped in that sense. But you know, as we we end other measures, what, what does it mean for doctors' offices? What does it mean for in-person you know doctor-patient visits what's the impact of of all of this going to be it's a good question you know there's ever since the pandemic began there has been um you know a lot of anxiety amongst community providers of all sorts right so it's you know it's family doctors but it's also you know eye care in the community diagnostic imaging care in the community where you know patients come in and and you know require close contact uh you know to be examined or to have their investigations um, so there's been a lot of anxiety, you know, at, you know, some of it obviously alleviated by, you know, patients that, you know, might have symptoms but end up with a negative COVID test. And so I think, you know, what I'm hoping for is that, you know, the, 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 the pathways that are being worked on, you know, will help sort out, you know, how to triage patients that are sick in the community and when to test them. And ideally, you know, if, if patients are sick, you know, can they be seen virtually? Um, uh, you know, in order to, to keep them from having to come into the clinic, you know, and if they, you know, we don't, they do have COVID and we, you know, that they're not spreading that to vulnerable patients within the office, which is, you know, a big concern, right? You know, there's, um, there's a, there, there is a, you know, a group of patients out there for, of our population that uh, either can't be vaccinated or, or, you know, the vaccines might work less well because they're immunocompromised for other reasons. And so these are, these are the patients that are in waiting rooms and in offices, uh, and so, you know, there's always been concern about not only making the staff sick, but, you know, making, uh, you know, having vulnerable patients in the same environment. So, you know, I think the implications, uh, you know, could be pretty significant. You know, there is a comfort in, in you know, in having a negative test, you know, to, to get seen and have things done. Um, but, uh, you know, the, the guidance that we're getting is that we're moving away from that. And, and again, that's part of the concerns that I express. 
Well, in terms of what you're hearing from members, I mean, obviously, there, there's been a lot of tension between the government and, and doctors. And, you know, there's, I, I think, been an erosion of, of trust, maybe, you know, in, in that whole situation. You know, we've got concerns right now around staffing levels and the availability of beds. And now we've got the uncertainty of what this all means going forward. What are you hearing from members about, you know, the pressure they feel under, whether they're stressed, whether this impacts, you know, their, their thoughts on, on staying in Alberta, et cetera? I mean, what, what do you see as the, the broader impact here? Well, you know, Rob, there, there has been a lot going on in the environment. You know, we've been working, uh, you know, very hard with government to try to, and, I, and we've had some success, honestly, in, in reestablishing, I think, a productive relationship. Um, but the mood out in the profession, and, and now I think this, you know, transcends docs, but, you know, the mood is low. You know, it's, uh, there's a lot of burnout, a lot of stress. Um, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, and I think it's, you know, not only felt by physicians, but a lot of other small business owners that have been trying to keep their businesses and their practices afloat. Um, and, you know, the, what, what, what I think physicians are seeing is, um, is you know, kind of this overlap of, of, uh, you know, patients that have been sick with COVID. But also now, you know, the implications of the care deficit that's been experienced for the last 18 months. So patients that have not sought care for chronic conditions, a lot of mental health issues that are, you know, they're, they're, they, they add an extra burden, uh, you know, to, uh, to physicians. And, and, uh, uh, and then, you know, a lot of patients that are coming in late with their cancer diagnoses. So people are busy, right? They're, the practices are very busy with uh uh, you know, dealing with uh, not just the effects of COVID itself now, which obviously are, are much diminished, but it's really that that care deficit. So, you know, the mood the mood is low. Um, you know, I think we're, uh, you know, and I think this, you know, this this rapid change in in you know de-escalating measures, I think adds it does add to the anxiety, and that's what I'm hearing. Uh, to be quite honest with you, um, you know, r- rapid changes in an uncertain environment where you know it it. it um, you know, we're, 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 you know, the the province is open, right? Like this isn't an issue of trying to rescue the economy anymore. You know, so I, you know, it's uh, people are just looking at it and and uh, you know don't don't really understand uh, you know the the rationale and the pace with which we're we're moving ahead. Right, much more at albertadoctors.org. Dr. Boucher, appreciate your perspective on all this. Thanks for making some time for us here today. I appreciate it. Uh, have a good day. Thank you. You as well. That is Dr. Paul Boucher, is president of the Alberta Medical Association. So they've released an open letter to members, um, you know, outlining some of the concerns here, how they're going to try to address uh, some of this going forward, looking for some clarity, obviously, in certain areas as it pertains to doctors, in particular, you know, this this whole situation around testing and how that's going to shift, what it means for, for clinics, for doctors' offices.